Dungeons. Dragons. Canada. The Multiverse Theory. Corgis. Queer representation. Reconciliation. Angels. Demons. Squirrels. Moose. Moose and squirrels. Sorcerers. Dinosaurs. Barbarians. Forests. Giants. Rogues. Warlocks. Plains. Sewers. Lavender. Natural Toonie. A Canadian Dungeons and Dragons podcast. Right here on the Upford Network. Some good friends, friends of mine, talk to them all the time. Some good friends on my show, who are they? Soon you'll know. Hello, and welcome back to Some Good Friends, a podcast that I host, and I'm Stefan, and welcome to this week's episode crazy weather day today i know that you were probably wondering as listeners what was the weather like for me today started off 21 degrees in october you say too hot what's happening then pouring rain oh my goodness what's happening and then hail and it's like oh my god what's happening then sun and then pouring rain again it's the end times. The apocalypse <laughs> is upon us. This is the final proof that I need. I'm going down into my bunker. Uh, upstairs neighbor update. I talked to I talked I didn't talk to him. I would never talk to someone. Uh, I talked about him a few weeks ago and uh, this evening he is once again moving shit around his apartment in a very noisy way. So if you hear thumping and banging it's uh it's that guy upstairs. Let's talk to some friends of mine. I just hit the table like I'm making a big decision. Um yeah, we're going to talk to them, three of them. It will always be three, and it will never not be three. So uh, let's get right into it. Uh, this person, um, what, you know, I've had a couple. I've had another witch on the show, uh, and this person is also a witch. So I look forward to learning uh, about the life of witches from another perspective. Uh, so let's get, uh, let's get talking to her. Please welcome to the show uh, the cold witch. Welcome. Hello, Stefan. How are you? Oh, Cold Witch, I am great. You sound great. How are you doing? You know, just preying on people and getting them cold, giving colds to everyone. I am, uh, you know me, uh, I am uh, every ration mom. I am uh, not based on science, but on uh, circumstances of cursing. I am a curse, cursing witch. There's a lot to unpack in that state, in that six, uh, series of statements that you just made. So let's Let's start with it. So first of all, you uh, you prey upon people and you give them colds. Cold season? They think it's science. It's not science. It's me, the cold witch. Okay, yeah, that's the, <laughs> this is your doing the the cold season. Uh, second part of that statement: uh, you are every Russian mother. Does that mean that everyone in Russia is your child? Yes, you know, um, every Russian mom uh, does not listen to science. She uh, she goes by uh, me, my folklore of uh, how I curse, curse people. So walking down the street, a cold street with damp hair, it's me, the witch behind you. I blow on your hair and you get sick. And that's, how, that's it. That's how it works. And then the third part of that statement, uh, you are a curse. Yes. What, what does what does that mean? Stefan, I am a curse. You know, it's uh, it's uh, it's fall. It's a transitional time. Some people are still wearing sneakers oh, and exposed goodness. ankles. Oh wow, cold. I come, I come to their ankles. And I curse them, mm. and then they are sick. 
Ah, okay. So you you curse the person with a coal. Yes. It is not you are not brought down on somebody by somebody else's curse. No, no, no. This is me. I am. I am. I curse. Ah, so you give people colds. You pray upon them. You are every Russian mother, and uh, you are a curse, but not a curse that is brought down upon them by somebody. I, this is very. This is we've established a baseline. Yes, Stefan. Thank you for always understanding me. You're such a good friend. I love it. Oh well, we've known each other for quite a while. You've uh, you've cursed me a number of times. Uh, Stefan, sorry, sorry, but come on, you don't wear a proper jacket. It's almost winter, please. I have to. Well, with the weather today, I mean, you're going to be pretty busy around Montreal, I think, oh, in the next little while. It was all day, running errands, running errands, me. Oh, I was so busy. Now, when you say uh, running an errand, what does that mean to you? Oh, that means I'm cursing people with a cold. Right, okay. <laughs> you're running around, cursing people, walking up behind them, blowing blowing on their neck, going in, going in through the ankles. Um, now, obviously, uh, elephant in the room here, or not even an elephant, just, uh, well, yes, technically, by the meaning of that definition, this is the elephant in the room, because it has not been spoken of yet. It's a big issue. This cold season, there's kind of a competitor in the game. I know. I know who you're talking about. You're talking about the COVID, COVID queen. Ah, the COVID, <laughs> yes. That's exactly who I'm referencing. What is, what is she all about? I mean, the COVID queen is... I mean, she's very hard to understand. We we don't we don't get along. I'm sorry. Like I've been doing this for so many years, and she just comes out of nowhere and surprises everyone. I, she's over. No, she's not overrated. She's very very serious. Do not mess with her. Do not. Oh my goodness. No. 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 Do not. I. I. You know what? I'm very scared now. I say that out loud, and now I am very scared. Oh my goodness. Can the COVID queen hear us? I don't. I well, she gets in everywhere. You know. Oh man, is she like Santa Claus. I think Claus? she's she... gone. She's still there. Yeah. Oh. So I guess with the the, from my understanding, a lot of people are saying that cold season, like colds and and actual flus, will be less this year because pe so many people are wearing masks. Have is your business yeah. affected in? Yes, Stefan. Please. Oh my goodness. Now everyone's washing their hands all of a sudden. Where did these mm. come from? Everyone was so dirty and gross before. I loved it. <laughs> no, I am very very nervous, Stefan. Oh, yeah, I, I, I mean, I often, every time, the difference, I guess, why we're friends, uh, instead, and obviously you deal with everyone at some point in their lives, but I guess why we're friends is that um, the first time you cursed me, you kind of, for some reason, you stuck around and hung out, um, which was great. I mean, it's led to this kind of lifelong friendship. Uh, but I always find, you know, you, you come over, you curse me, I offer you some tea, we drink the tea, we cut <laughs> up. Don't, don't! Don't mention the tea. Ugh, it makes you better. I hate it. Ugh. Sorry, I, I did. I do. I did forget that you never accept the tea. I offer the tea, and then you hiss and you kind of uh, float into the corner of the room uh, to try and get away from the tea. Uh, but I, I was going to say that I would uh, offer you the tea. You would say no. Uh, I would like be doing something else, and I would notice you're like breaking my sinks to prevent me from washing my hands. Yes, Stefan, please. I want you to be as dirty as possible, please. So the germs, they just stay in you. Oh, my goodness. Remember that time you offered me a strepsil? I almost had a heart attack. It was so, oh, my goodness. No, 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 not for me. Uh, I, you know, it's, I'm not a very good host when people come over. So I guess uh, I should be more sensitive to your needs as the guest. So the COVID queen, her reign is here. What are, your, what are you doing to fight back? Well, um, you know, I'm, um, 
I'm I'm waiting for uh, I, you know it's uh, she's she's gonna get bored she's gonna get bored she's gonna do her thing show off and then she's gonna get bored and she's gonna go away I will still be here I will still be here to curse everyone so um, I'm just waiting for my time again. Ah, uh, okay. So you you think you're you're kind of like vinyl records. You had your big moment, and then MP3s came out, Napster, CDs, cassettes. But you're back now. Yes, Stefan. See, you always understand me. It's so amazing. I love it. I love it. And if I could take two things away from what you said today, it's that COVID is overrated and eventually it will get bored and go away. And these are important things. Stefan, no, no, no. You're twisting my words. You're twisting my words. I do not want to get in trouble with the COVID queen. Please, Stefan. Oh, my goodness. Well, what's, I mean, what's she like as a person? I mean, I know that you have the, like, the the meetings of all of the, the queens and the witches and the various uh the flu fairy you know the flu fairy oh my goodness yes she's she's also very intense she you know she comes out of nowhere and like it's always surprising you with like mm. just suddenly you're very sick uh, like uh people are very scared of her but so am i like i'm i'm you know more steady i think i'm i more empathetic like i mm. you know i don't hurt people that much it's it's smaller um but they're all that I am very intimidated by these by these the, these people these women you know right. So you meet with the flu fairy, you meet with the COVID queen. Is there anyone in this meeting? I don't know what you would. What, what do you? What, first of all, what do you call this meeting? What are, uh, it's a Sikh squad. We're the Sikh squad. A Sikh squad. A Sikh squad. Yes, okay. Sikh squad. Perfect. And is there any member of the Sikh squad, as you say, that is that you're not afraid of? Um, you know, you know what I'm not afraid of, uh, sometimes, uh, okay. So sometimes like, um, people are just tired. They're just tired and Mm. have a little irritation in the back of their throat. And I'm not scared of that, but that's, that's, uh, that's just, uh, uh, sleep, sleep sucker. We call him sleep sucker. Um, sleep sucker, sleep sucker, sucker, like uh, uh, sucking. uh. Yeah. Sucker. Like like he's a sucker. Boo. Okay. Um, so no, no kind of royal title for him, or no, no, he's not a no, witch or but a, I'm not a queen. Afraid. Or... He's like intern. He's like intern in in the Sikh squad, you know. Uh, and he just, he just puts people to sleep. No, 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 Stefan. He makes he makes people not go to sleep on time. So you go to you're supposed to go to bed at like let's say eleven, but you are you stay up late doing your podcast editing. You go to bed at two o'clock in the morning. You wake up feeling tired, and then, oh, you're like, oh, my throat is a little scratchy. You're not mm. sick. This is not me who has come to you. It's a disintern. He's a, no, he's a baby. Don't worry. Go get good night's sleep, you know? Little baby intern man, the sleep sucker, basically. Okay, well, that's, and, and is it is it a, uh, that would make it a four-person uh, squad, the six squad? Yes, you know, there's other, there's other things like, you know, different, uh, like, uh, the swine, the swine flu that come around. Sometimes, like, someone, someone come in, the, you know, there's, a, there's an open membership, but the, I'm always here, you know, I'm always here for people. That's what I say, you know, I, I don't come and go. I'm here, here forever. So, that, yeah, there's kind of some flash in the pan. Well, you're notoriously strict about your, you say it's an open uh, club, but you're strict about who you let in, and there's a... There's a ritual, from what I understand. Yes. What What have you heard about this ritual? I want. I well, want to know what I just remember was. that one year, I was looking to do something different. So I was like, you know, I don't think that they have a food poisoning guy. So I was gonna try and be the prince of food poisoning. Um, 
And so I, I called you up and I'm like, let me be the prince of food poisoning. I have all the credentials. I've had it. I make food. I've made people sick with it. So let me do that. And uh, there were so many steps to get in. The written test, the oral examination, the full body scan, the genealogy. You know, um, Stefan, it was also a personal thing. Like just you as a person, you're, you're just so nice. Like you're just oh. a nice guy. We just need someone more strict who can come okay. in and really, like, really make people very sick for 36 hours. You're too nice. You're like, hey, have a little bit of tea. Have a strepsil. You don't know. Hmm. fun, please. Now, I know. So we have the sick squad, which, I mean, I don't want to knock it, but it's kind of like, I mean, COVID is serious, but there are things that are more serious out there. And do they, do they have representation, those more serious things? I don't want to take this in a dark direction, but there's some pretty bad diseases out there. And disease wonder... demons? No, Stefan, do not open that door. Do not talk about <laughs> disease demons. Okay, so they're, they're all kind they of... They love podcasts. They love podcasts. They're going to hear this. Don't talk. No. Disease demons love podcasts? Yes. I mean, I'm always listening. I'm always looking for listeners, so... I don't, I, what's what do they like? And like, does the cancer demon like a specific type of podcast? Or yes, they they like uh, you know uh, they like uh, the daily. They like to stay up to date with you know what's going on. Uh, Mike Barbara, they're a big fan. Uh, <laughs> you know, they're they're oh sometimes you know they're featured on Radio Lab. Like they love that. They love feeling mm. like a celebrity and like especially the ones on Radio Lab that are very very like. Uh, like niche, like very, very hmm. niche ones. They, oh, they love it. They talk about it forever. They write all over their Facebook. Like, look at me. I was on Radio Lab. So the disease demons are on Facebook. <laughs> oh, definitely. <laughs> There's a very concentrated population on it. If you want to do advertising to disease demons, please, Facebook, target. I mean, it doesn't. It doesn't sound like a, there's a lot of overlap between the podcast, the disease demons, like, and and my particular brand of podcast. So maybe yeah. that's not the market I want to expand into. But that leads me to another, and I don't want to. I don't want this to feel like I'm questioning what you Wait, do Stephane, or Stephane, that. I have to say something. They do like comedy. They like, but they like it once a year. If uh, if a celebrity does a special, a comedy special. Like okay. Seth Rogen, oh my goodness, they love it. But only once a year. That's it. That's only when comedy is allowed. So, so the disease demons watch one comedy special per year. Yes, yes. And when you say Seth Rogen, who does not do hilarity for charity, you know? Oh, hilarity. Okay, so it's a number of other comedians that and Seth Rogen hosts. Yes. So okay. anyway, Stefan, once a year maybe they listen to you, but not all the time. Anyway, and what is go. what is the reasoning that they're only allowed this once a year? Because they're they're not too much comedy, you know. They're serious. These demons are very okay. serious. They like wear like suits all the time. They're very serious people. Um, <laughs> but once a year, they loosen their tie a little bit so they can, uh, you know, laugh and you know be. Be more human, but they're still demons at the end of the day, okay? Right. I, I mean, I, I could talk about the disease demons all day. I'm, I, I feel like there's a lot of stuff in comedy, specifically people just starting out or trying to be edgy, that is uh, very relevant to what disease demons do. So I feel like they would enjoy that kind of material uh, that you would see at your standard open mic or, or what okay, have you. Okay, Stefan, like, why are you preaching to me, okay? Like, you want to talk to the disease demons? Do it. But I don't talk to them because they're very serious. I don't want, want, that, want that for you. 
Oh, okay, uh, I just I, you know I like anyone who's a comedy fan, even if it's just <laughs> once a year. So I I'm curious. I'm I'm curious, but uh, we can, we can drop it. Uh, maybe one day I'll have a disease demon on the podcast, and we can we can really dig deep. Uh, my I mean I want to close uh, this segment of the show before we talk to my next friend. I'm just curious. Um, you're a, you seem like a happy person. You enjoy your job. And I don't want this to seem like I'm kind of uh, attacking what you do or, or trying to invalidate it. I'm just just curious, like, do you think you provide a service to society? Well, listen, I mean, here, here's the thing. If people were more careful, I wouldn't be as, uh, it's, it's their fault, you know? I wouldn't be relevant if, uh, you know, people, like, did, you know, wore, zipped up their jackets all the time. It would, hmm. uh, it would totally be fine. You know, where... If you want me to go away, wear long socks, don't have wet hair when it's cold outside. Of course. And always, always, always wear a zip-up jacket. That's it. Oh, I mean, you've convinced me. If people didn't, uh, if people didn't dress like that, if they dressed better, you wouldn't have to do what you have to do. Classic logic. Totally. Yes, thank people... you. People always understand. I love it. People love that logic in general. It's very popular. Russian so mothers, glad. the Russian mothers get it. You know, like they really get it. They they tell their daughters and sons to watch out for me. I don't. I don't mess with them. But probably mostly their daughters. Mostly their daughters. Like yes, 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 yes. Yeah. You, know, you know what? They always tell the daughters, "Don't wear skirts mm. in winter because you'll get a cold vagina, and then mm. you have you get like a, you get a cold in your vagina." So thing. sometimes, sometimes you blow gently on the back of their neck. Sometimes you go in through the ankles, and sometimes in right into the vagina. Yes. <laughs> oh, the cold witch! It's always a pleasure to talk to you. Please stick around. Uh, I'm sure some of our other guests have had uh, have dealt with you in the past. So I'm excited maybe. for the reunion. Yeah, yeah. You can uh, reminisce about all the wonderful colds you've given them. But uh, we have to move along and introduce my next friend. Uh, I've known her for a while, of course. She's on the show. That means I know her. So please welcome to the show, uh, June Richards. Welcome, June. Hey, Stefan. So good to see you. It's been a while. Yeah. How long has it been? Remind me. Oh, um, well, definitely before March. Um, yeah, I haven't really seen anyone for months. Okay. Yeah. So, and so what have you been up to? What's going on? Well, I mean, uh, I was really interested in your, uh, the comment you made to, your last guest, um, the cold witch, about the comings and goings of vinyl. Um, it's uh, it's it's not it's not good not a good time for my record shop. Right? Yeah, people are. Uh, I mean, if if it wasn't for COVID, people are all on board for streaming. Yeah, well, you'd be you know you'd be surprised. I've been I've been okay. Like like you said, it just it, it sticks around. Um, yeah. So really, until until March, I was I was doing all right, but. It's. I'm really stuck now. Like it's. It's a. It's a hard. It's a hard thing. Like I need people to come into the store. Otherwise, I. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what I'm going to do. Well, I. I know that back in the day before March, you were kind of known for creative advertising or or little. Uh... Little, not tricks, but little ways of getting people into the shop. Uh, I remember you hired a mascot for a while, and that was really fun. And I got some got some people in. What are you What are you doing now? to try and get to lure people into the the hallowed halls of your record store. Well, I mean, as you as you will well know, I mean there was that time that how we met. You came in, um, mm -hmm. you'd just broken up with your ex-girlfriend. Uh, I could read it on your face. You were looking for yeah. music. Well, there was 
tears all over it. Yeah. Um, it was not mutual. Uh, it was very surprising to me and uh, very well planned and thought out for her. Yeah. And I mean, you were looking, understandably, you were looking for answers. And, uh, mm-hmm. and I mean, you came to the right place. Like music, music has all the answers. And so I guess the reason why I've like stayed in the record business so long is that it's, it's just for moments like that. It's being able to communicate with people through like, album recommendations and I'm just trying to find ways of doing that at the moment um zoom zoom turns out not to be a great medium it's not really there's not a lot of walk-ins well I remember when I when I came in uh after having recently been dumped uh with tears all over my face and snot everywhere and I, I was wearing weird combinations of clothing um and one thing that struck me is you spent a lot of time getting getting to know me before making that recommendation. It was like a two to three hour process. Oh, absolutely. I mean, it's like we, we spent a lot of time talking about music, but uh, I also wanted to know a lot about you. And then I guess you got to know a little bit about, bit about me. It's kind of, it's not therapy, but um, mm. it's definitely, I don't know. I think all of this kind of be explicit and talk about your feelings is really overrated. I think we can communicate a lot by just talking about, like what kind of music you like and how it related to your family and what was the first record you ever bought. Yeah, you kept asking me what kind of music my mother liked. Yeah. And that was that seemed very important for you. Yeah, to know. I was I mean I was really I I was surprised that um from if I remember, uh she was she was like quite a big Van Morrison fan. Oh yeah, that's my mom, huge Van Morrison fan. <laughs> Uh, it's a it's a wonderful night for a what's that song Moon Dance. Yeah, it's yeah. uh, which I mean I don't know I kind of was surprised by that because I thought it was going to be something a bit left of center given given your um, I don't know interesting sock choice. Oh, yeah. So and then at the end of that three hours, what 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 was it that you recommended to me that I that I went home with? Um, you know, it was actually um, Illinois by uh, Sophie and Stevens. Oh, and that's, I mean, one of my favorite albums of all time. I mean, so I did, I did pretty well, right? You, you did your job and I, I went home and put that on my record player and I spun the whole thing and I don't know, how long is that album? Four hours? Four hours later. Four, four hours, like 12 minutes. Four hours, 12 minutes. That is a thing that you do. You, you know the exact length of every album. Uh, I felt better. Yeah. It was really, I mean, the whole, the, the concept of that album, the song about John Wayne Gacy made me feel a w- like way less of a monster. The songs about aliens were like, I'm not alone. The, uh, I mean, who, who doesn't love the predatory wasp of the Palisade? That's a, just a beautiful piece of music and I just yeah I just feel like you know for me life has always just been one record at a time mm. and I just I've never really spent that much time thinking about the future and I feel that like is, that is what your tattoo said yes so one one <laughs> record at a time and I just think that this year everyone's like I, I feel kind of vindicated like I mean we don't know what the future holds but I don't know why everyone's so surprised I mean mm. I I I thought we never knew. That's true. We we don't know the upcoming releases. No. Nope. They we, just come out. I mean, to be fair, like I I don't know. I I guess I should have thought about whether vinyl was going to last this long. But uh I don't know. I, it kind of just it just fell into my lap like 
remember I told you that I inherited like the collection, my neighbor's record collection when I was yeah. 18. I do remember this. Yes. And um, yeah, I never expected that. I just, uh, Bill just left me all of his records. And so that's why I opened the double groove. I mean, nobody, nobody ever expects anyone to die in a hang gliding accident. No, 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 definitely. I mean, it was really unfortunate that, I mean, it, it was his first time. And I did, I did like that after you, he donated his records to you, you went through them and you selected one to give back to his wife, to help her. Yeah, to leave something. Um, yeah, I, I was a really difficult decision. Um, mm -hmm. You know I'm a massive Paul Simon fan. Mm. Um, but I thought, I thought that Grace Lamb would be one I should, uh, should leave, leave to her. Yeah. And that's, that's really, I mean, I, I remember her not being a Paul Simon fan. What was the aftermath of that? Um, I mean, she felt like, I think she felt a bit displaced. Um, mm. she left the neighborhood soon after that, um, because I guess she felt threatened by my relationship with her husband. What, which was what? Oh, I mean, oh God, no, uh, nothing, nothing untoward at all. Uh, I just, I mean, I used to go over like every Sunday morning and drink coffee and listen to records with him. But I mean, clearly she didn't share that interest with him. Mm, okay. Yeah. Uh, you were close. And then, and then he went on hang gliding and he, and he never he came He never home. came. Yeah. And I guess she blamed you because you bought him the hang gliding gift certificate. Yeah. I mean, I just... Oh, it, look, I was, I was only 15. It was a really, really stupid present, but I, I mean, I guess that's kind of what I wanted to do. And mm. I kind of saw him like a grandfather figure and I already had learned so much from him about music. And I thought, you know, if I was like in my sixties and I hadn't been hang gliding, like as a 15 year old, I think that's exactly what I'd want to do for my birthday. Mm. I, and I, I think you said you inherited the record. It's when you were 18. So was did it take them three years to use the gift certificate or they were in escrow for three years? No, look, there was, yeah, very good question. Uh, no, there was, there was a really fractious um, settlement of his estate. Mm. So yeah, it was a pretty, I, again, this is also why I didn't ever expect uh, to inherit his collection mm. uh, because obviously people didn't want to give it to me. And Well, his wife was fighting very hard for those records. Yeah. Which I guess made it even more insulting when you gave one back to her and it was one that she didn't like. Yeah, but I mean, he loved it. Like, mm. I, I st look, I, st I just, I can't help her. She's, she clearly doesn't understand music. No, I guess, I guess not. What was your record store called again? Uh, the Double Groove. The Double Groove. Good name for a record store. Um, why does your, you were saying you were trying to find the right records for people on Zoom. Why, why doesn't it work on Zoom? I mean, I guess because I'm not really that, I mean, to be fair, like I'm not really that tech savvy. Um, mm. I still do all my books by hand. Uh, my entire record collection is in like a A4 rules line book. Um, but I, I don't know who, I don't know who to contact on Zoom and you can't just like open the door to the world to Zoom on Zoom. No, you can't purposefully get Zoom bombed. No, I mean, but I'd love to. I mean, that would be really ideal. Yeah, that, I mean, I know that people who are Zoom bombing are definitely looking kind of for albums recommendations. Maybe I should start Zoom bombing meetings. 
Like, hey, that's quite a good idea. I should start Zoom bombing. You should. So as we uh, as we wrap up this segment of the show, I'm, if you could prescribe a record for uh, for the year 2020, what would you what would you sell to it? What would you what would you offer up? Oh, that is a really tough question. Oh, I don't know. Maybe, maybe fast. I think maybe Tracy Chapman. Maybe fast car. It's always mm. that's a classic song. So, sums up the sentiment of this year. I uh, I can't say I'm familiar with the lyrics. Fast. I know she says "Heaven in the fast car." <laughs> so basically, I know the one lyric. That's the. I mean, we're not in a fast car. We're not going anywhere. I don't know. Like it's. Yeah. That part too. I know that part. I don't know what she says. I guess hi yai. Yeah, I think it's just, but it doesn't have to be about the words. It's a, it's about the feeling. It's nostalgic. Mm. We're all looking back on a time that was better. That we're currently mm. living in a time that we never thought would happen, um, and we can't see the future anymore. Yeah. I remember driving in my car. I do remember some words from that song. Yeah, so it's like looking back on those times when we could drive our cars, except by drive our cars, it means hug people in public. Go out, uh, be with people, have real relationships. Uh, And we can't do that anymore. In this situation, the fast car that we are driving is uh, having less than six feet of space in between you and another human being. (laughs) Unfortunately, that is, well, actually, that I mean, come on, that pretty much sums up. Um, the the intimacy of being in a car with somebody. Oh, don't we miss that intimacy? June, great to talk to you. Uh, I hope things get better. Everyone out there, hey, support small business. The Double Groove, where is it located? Uh, Rosemont, just just five minutes walk from the metro. The the street? Yeah. Rosemont. Okay, not yeah. not just the general. So uh, get out of the metro at Rosemont. Pick one of the directions that the street goes. And uh, eventually you'll come upon the double groove and uh, stop in with a mask and say hi to June. Great. Thanks, Stefan. Hey, stick around. Uh, maybe our next guest is a music fan. Um, but we'll, let's, let's get to him now. Please welcome to the show my good friend, Buster the Pony Knot. Buster, welcome. What's up, Stefan? How are you doing? Yeah, I'm doing good, bro. Still, still freelancing as a roadie. Yeah. Oh, well, so we have a lot of... Uh, people on the show today that have been inconvenienced by the COVID pandemic. And it seems like probably you are one of those people. Is that the case? Uh, yeah, big time. So uh, I, my resume is out there. I'm still trying, okay. trying to find, when I say freelancing, I'm still trying to apply for a, a tour. Mm. Uh, as you might notice, there aren't many, many tours happening. No, so, almost zero. So I'm trying to approach a more independent market, but still okay. uh, it, it's, it's very hard. So, I mean, I mean, I guess, what kind of bands are you reaching out to right now? Or artists? Well, or... pre-COVID, I was supposed to tour with the Foo Fighters. I even met oh, Dave Grohl. Yeah. And, Taylor, and our tour was supposed to start on March 13 this year. So, uh, unfortunately, the show was canceled. Mm. So at my first gig with the Foo Fighters, I worked my ass to to finally re- be a roadie for a big band, and this happened. So now I'm trying to apply to some m- more modest bands like the Urban Legion. Like what? The Urban Legion. You don't know them? The Ur- the Urban Legion. Yeah, they're this uh, a big band in in Mississauga. Okay. Yeah, they're. I mean, they're being on the ro- road for like. Uh, 
three, four months now. So they're they're touring now. Yeah, but by Zoom, so it's still uh, uh. I, I have nothing to do. I, I just, I mean, they they say like uh, uh, they'll pay me for work hours. So so far I have zero hours. So you but are, I'm, but I'm hired. But I'm hired. Yeah. You are hired. So you technically you do have a job. Yeah, by the Urban Legion. Okay. What kind of music is the Urban Legion? Uh, it's a bit of a ska pop punk with a bit okay, of a, so... like a Caribbean percussion. I am fully on board with two out of those four things. Yeah. Uh, June, have you ever heard of the Urban Legion? Oh, I, you know, I, I love, I've only recently started following them, but um, mm. yeah, in fact, I mean, I think maybe, um, maybe I should have chosen their album for uh for the the album for 2020 what do you think for 2020 oh yeah i think i think it's if something that's happening we're forming an urban legion like metaphorically this year mm. and i think they their sound like really summarize the by the way june uh i don't know if you noticed their album was bought like one of these days i bought it yeah did you did you buy it from me yeah i bought their first album they were so that's how why they hired me because i was the first person to actually buy an album from them oh wow i i mean have you changed your hair yeah uh, my ponytail is longer now i'm embarrassed i'm embarrassed not to recognize you it's um Yeah, yeah it was shorter back then i was trying to look more professional Right, and now that you're you're not really working, you've you've let it all go. No, I'm still working, but like they right, did, they didn't complain about my looks. So uh, until they complain, well, I, I honestly think they haven't seen me. Like my camera is on when they perform, right? But they don't actually interact with me that much. So so when Urban Legion is performing, I assume how many people are in the band? Uh, nine. Not there's nine people in the it's band. The wow. It's Urban Legion. What did you expect? I guess I guess it's a ska band, so they need to have a trumpet player. <laughs> yeah. They probably have a trombone player. Like Caribbean drums, they probably have someone. Oh, uh, that's the main band, by the way. They also have the supporting musicians. Right. Yeah, yeah. So when they're performing on Zoom, if I'm watching, I'm seeing nine squares of the band members rocking out. Yep. And one square of you sitting there. Uh, they asked me to turn off my camera. But, once, but you just said you keep it on. But once I forgot, yeah. So uh, I, I, I keep forgetting it because uh, right. you never know if they need need me, right? Yeah. I mean, roadies are a notoriously behind-the-scenes profession, but well, you're kind of changing that. I mean, someone have to, to speak for us, right? Like, uh, And that, that someone could be you. You could, you could lead the charge for roadie recognition. Yeah. I mean, uh, I'm down for this. Is cha- these are changing times, and I do yeah. believe like uh, a change is gonna come. So I, I'm in like for, to represent all the roadies. And honestly, uh, I've been changing jobs be- pre-COVID mostly because uh, the lead singer would OD. So you mm-hmm. never know when the lead singer from Urban Legion will OD as well. So how many how many tours have you been on where the lead singer ODs and needs to be replaced? uh well in the 90s was way more and uh now in this century people are more careful but in the past 10 years maybe five ods yeah and how many tours have you been on in the last five years has it been five tours five tours so every tour you've done in the last five years the singer has od'd these are the addiction angels they are they always descend They always descend on lead singers. They love them. So wait, so wait. 
uh, Cold Witch, we need to figure something out here. We have the Six Squad, which has the Sleep Sucker, the <laughs> Flu Fairy, and the COVID Queen. We have the <laughs> Disease Demons, who are demons who bring more hard, more hardcore diseases to people. And yet, the Addiction people are angels. <laughs> I did not write the folklore. They they claimed the name. They wanted something cool that looks good on a uh, in a, on a jacket. They write it on the back. They have a very red. cool like red jackets that they all wear. I have seen them on their motorcycles biking through town. They got yeah. the big. And also, very ironic. I would think that addiction angels have the same initials as Alcoholics Anonymous. I, I don't think it's I don't think it's a coincidence. Maybe not. Maybe one was trying to was is is Alcohol Anonymous uh, Alcoholics Anonymous kind of trying to take over their turf. Yes, they're enemies, total enemies. Because I do often see the Alcoholics Anonymous people riding around on their motorcycles with their leather jackets with AA on the back. I just hope I never see them meet and have a gang fight. I, I just want to say, uh, Code Witch, this explains so much because uh, I I was honestly trying. I, I thought uh, it had something to do with me because every employer of mine had to OD. But you're telling me there are angels behind it, so I'm, I'm kind of relieved now. Well, no, just because someone else is uh, making them OD does not mean it's not your fault. I mean, I mean, what is your... you always put it on me. Oh, I'm not. I'm not. I'm just saying don't discount the situation. I do know that roadies a lot of the time on tour... Uh, they have the connections. They have the hookup. This is because is that... you like Sublime, and when I tour with Sublime, this lead singer died, and you don't have Sublime anymore. Well, we do have Sublime. Uh, they, they replaced they the did. lead singer. But it's, not, no, it's, not, it's, it's Sublime with Rom. It's not Sublime. And I'm so happy. I believe, from what I've seen online, it's he's some kind of alt-right troll, which <laughs> is just fantastic for the band. See, it's worse. Sublime got him way worse. Well, okay, so what's it, uh, who is another band that you've toured with where the lead singer OD'd? Uh, I was supposed to, to tour with Alice in Chains, but then Lane Stanley mm, died. But that right. was before I toured with them, so it's, I, I didn't get involved. Okay, so of the five tours you were supposed to do, did the singer OD on the tour, or did they pass away before the tour started in all five cases? Well, recently they died during the tour. Yeah. Okay, and the last the five tours you've worked in the last yeah, five years. Yeah, but like pre like because I've been in this business for a long time, so yeah, I've you seen have. a lot of things. You're one of those old dogs. Yeah, like, like John Travolta. Yeah, I'm the pony man. Yeah, so what's the nickname, the pony? What does that mean? I think it's riding me. my pony. I know songs. Yeah, I I think it's because of my personality. I have a pony like personality. What does what does that mean? I don't know. Like, I think you like uh, apples. I do like apples, exactly, and uh, I'm joyous, and people smile when they see me. So your personality is that you like apples, you're joyous, and, and people smile when they see you. Yeah, usually the band, when I bring them drugs, that's part of my job. <laughs> <laughs> right, okay. Have you ever set up any equipment, or are you kind of just running drugs for bands? <laughs> I mean, you have to be a little bit of everything. You have to be really inventive when you're a roadie, right? Because... Uh, yeah. The, like you never know what's gonna happen, and honestly, the my last name it's not well, but I, I shouldn't to not because once uh, I untied a huge like amount of wires so fast, mm. 
and I save uh, Dave's Grow opening show with with uh, with Lamy Chemister, and then like people like said, "Dude, you're the knot." But I was like, "I'm already the pony," so I added that to my last name. So it's like a, a, a so sl- well you 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 subtracted from your last name. Yeah, so I'm, so that you could keep both nicknames. Yeah, exactly, exactly. You have, have to you be ever with Slipknot. Uh, that's the dream. That's the dream. Not yet. That's the dream. Oh. <laughs> I, I mean, you're not to speak ill of the dead. You're a little late for them because one of those nine guys already OD. Well, I still have eight, so. That hey, that's the optimistic and, way to and look Tor- at it. And, and Corey Taylor is still alive, and so uh, usually for me, is the lead singer. I think was the bass player who OD. Right. So who, nobody cares about. It might have been one of the like the guys who does samples. I forget. Yeah, like nobody cares about those guys. Like. I mean, this is very disrespectful to his memory, this entire conversation. It is. But uh, Coldwitch, maybe you can put in a good word with the addiction demons and they can uh, they can fly down and help uh, help Buster the pony not out. Always, always. I, uh, you know, sometimes I run into them, uh, you know, just uh, for coffee. It's very nice. Well, now that we're all here and we're all talking about uh, all these things, uh, I want to know Buster and June. What kind of colds have you had? What has the cold witch brought you? Um, I've had a cold like every May since for as long as I can remember. And I've had pneumonia a couple of times and whooping cough. So I don't know if I should be like angry. Did you wear a coat in May when it's getting a little windy? Yeah, June, what about your wardrobe is, is wrong and, and kind of making you a victim here? What could you dress differently? What could you diff- do differently with your wardrobe to not appear to be a victim um maybe i don't know i don't really like wearing socks there you go there you go it's those uh, yes it's your ankles i i blow on them oh my mother always said that would happen and i thought this is ridiculous like i've got shoes and jeans and a coat like how can socks make a difference but you and see this is what happens your mom didn't know then she found out this is you now you know you know that i'm real and then you tell other women about me so mm. we're all good. This is how it happens. But why didn't mom tell me about you? And specific, like, she didn't tell me that there was a cold witch. She just told me I had to wear socks. Like, am I not allowed to talk about you specifically uh, now? If I understand correctly, the cold witch, it's a folklore for Russia's only. June, is your mother Russian? No. Uh, oh. Cold witch, does that make sense? Yes, it does. That makes sense with your lore, with Definitely. your Definitely. Thank you for keeping me on, on top of it, Stefan, always. Oh, thank Buster the Pony Knot. Buster the Pony Knot, what colds have you had? So uh, I've uh, heard from Cold Witch before, of course, mm-hmm. when I was touring with the Naskrovics. It's a mm. Russian punk band. Like uh, from the, They started in the 80s, but they tried to come back in the 2000s, the Naskrovics. So we toured Russia, and they told me about her, and I thought, like, well, if you're gonna have a code, you have to do it right. So we had a like a vodka contest, and uh, we did a shirtless in January in Saint Petersburg. Yes, this is a big thing. This is okay. So it's called a a beer blanket, but in your case, it's a vodka blanket, so it's yeah. even heavier. It's like a gravity blanket mm-hmm. for yeah, that's it. thinking that you are invincible. And so mm-hmm. you go mm-hmm. outside, and then I get you. You know, in the night. Yeah, that's what Vladimir told me. Yes. Yeah. He he OD'd that night. It was that night. Yeah. 
Uh, and who? The addiction uh, angel. Uh, his name was Adam. He, um, him, and I yeah. were both in the corners, in the shadows. We came at the same time. You called uh, him dead. Oh my God! Deja vu happening here. Like exactly. Adam, the addiction angel, exactly. a triple A experience. Uh, Buster, just a, a random question: Who uh, provided the vodka for the vodka contest? I mean, as a roadie, you have to be inventive, right? So, uh, yeah, I, I provided from a, mm. a nice Russian lady that was uh, sold me for two rubles. And uh, so, yeah, very inventive. I, I feel like you do have to be very inventive to find vodka in Russia. <laughs> Not uh, not an easy thing to find there, uh, especially when uh, their vodka contest is a thing that exists. Well, you, uh, you work with what you have. You work with what I you have. Had what, a, what a life! What a life that you've lived. Uh, really good to talk to you, Buster. Uh, I hope you find a tour oh. soon. Uh, I think. I mean, there are people touring. You can you can look up Kid Rock. You can look up Smash Mouth. You can look up. Uh, Probably Ted Nugent. Um, Five Finger Death Punch would probably be touring. I don't know. There's a there's a bunch of bands you can look up to. Uh, I think you'd be you'd be good for them. Oh, thanks, man. Yeah, I'm gonna upload my resume. Great. The Cold Witch. Great to talk to you as always. Always. Thank you, Stefan. I am avoiding you this year. Well, we can hang out, but don't sneak in. I'm uh, I'm dressed very respectfully. Good, good. And June, great to talk to you as always. If I have any kind of trauma or life, bad life experience in the near future, I'm going to come right to the double. Or, room. you know, good experience. I, I, There's enough bad experiences this year, Stefan. Why would I listen to music when I'm having a good experience? I don't understand. Because it's the full spectrum of human emotions. M- music's for all of them, not just sad things. Mm. All right, agree to disagree. You definitely have to come in. Bad. All right, I'll, I'll see you there. Uh, we're going to take a short break, and we'll be right back after that. Hey there, campers. My name is Emmett, and I'm the host of Gaze in the Woods, a podcast that explores rural LGBTQIA2 plus experiences, from radical fairies and lesbian farmers to backwoods slam poets and community organizers organizing communities the community didn't know where they were all along. Can you have a pride parade when you're the only gay in the village? What is camp when you live in a trailer? And if a genderqueer bear shares their pronouns in the forest and nobody gets it, is anything real? I don't know, but let's find out together on Gays in the Woods, an Upford Network podcast. (laughs) Uh, The Addiction Angels was great. You were you were ready for that, Stacy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely. I was hoping you would come with something like that because of when you were, I heard you talking, and I was like, oh, there's a, an, I don't know, a demon for this, a witch for that. I was like, well, I, I was gonna talk. I already knew I was gonna be a roadie, and rock stars <laughs> OD a lot. Yeah. That's well, I was like, oh thing. yeah, addiction's a disease, so it would make sense for yeah. you to have its own like category. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, I was trying to. To make, uh, I don't know. This might be the that. darkest episode of my <laughs> I just want to point out, I just went on like exchange.com to figure out how much two rubles would be in Canadian dollars. It's 0.03, like, sorry, 0.03 Canadian dollars. Like it's not even a cent. 
<laughs> well, is this the part of the podcast where you roast Russia for having a weak currency? <laughs> or, or, or maybe that means that Buster really was creative. He managed to get more yeah. powerful yeah, it less wasn't than meant. 30 cents. <laughs> less than one Canadian Thank cent. you. Thank you. I don't that, uh, that I'm no Putin's puppy, you know? <laughs> yeah, well, of all the problems I have with Russia, number uno is their weak currency. <laughs> Uh, Victor, you're a you're a music guy. I can tell by the references you are dropping. Uh, is the Russian band a real band? The punk band? No. Okay. No. Very convincing. Okay. All yeah, of they're... your guys' music talk was very convincing. As someone who knows nothing about music, I was like, oh, they're very smart. And I know you're specifically talking and about the, my rendition uh, of Fast Car. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and actually, the the band uh, Urban uh, Urban Legion, Urban Legion? Ex- exists, but in Portuguese, so I translate the name in my head. Oh, nice. And, uh, and I use it. And are they actually that genre? No. <laughs> okay, because that genre like... is my nightmare. <laughs> no. I love pop punk, but not uh, not those other things. But, you didn't uh, go through a ska phase? No. Uh, and I'm going to bring this up again, as I have for the past two weeks in a row. Uh, Stacey, I want you to know, and all the listeners to know, that I indeed listen to death metal. <laughs> and uh, have listened to death metal since high school. And in high school, I would not hear any other type of music is valid. <laughs> so that's, uh, I didn't go through the, the ska phase. I was very judgmental of ska. Hmm. Um, but Amy, you're, we were talking about it before the show a little bit. Your uncle owns a record store. Yeah, he does. And has for like more, more than 30 years. Like, yeah, probably like nearly 30, 40 years. 50 years? Wow. Oh my God. He get, was like in his early 20s when he bought it. Get your story. Tell him to get his story straight. <laughs> I can't add. That's the problem. Um, uh, and, and how much of that character that you were doing was based off of uh, his, him? Well, I mean, I guess I, I think that we're sort of similar. Like there's a, there's a lot of things about his character, his personality that I, um, I sort of empathize with. I, I didn't want to pretend to be a 70 something year old. I was like, that that's mm. a bit too difficult. So, okay, what's the backstory? So I like right. inherited um, this collection rather than trying right. to be a 70 year old guy. Um, and, I, and I would imagine that where his record store is here or somewhere else. Uh, it's in Australia. And is it, in, is it struggling? Um, I mean, yes, but yeah. And it, but and it has and it hasn't like over. He, he hasn't he hasn't taken a day off in like uh, 40, 50 years, like forty years. So the, the whole the life. whole time. Yeah, it's his it's his life, um, okay. which is why I guess why I was thinking about the the double groove. Not only is that like a record term, but there's also something about like the kind of stepping into this this world and this life. Partly maybe because. You are intimidated about making decisions. Um, you don't really know what you want to do with your life, but you know that you really love music. Um, and it does, I think, afford a particular, like if, you, if you're if you a kind of quiet guy who is from that generation, um, mm. you know, you're able to like to interact with people in a sort of intimate but not intimate way. Um, so, wow. Because he doesn't have like a lot of relationships otherwise. So there's just this very curious kind of like I think you're in a double group. You're in a groove maybe um, mm. in, in like both a good way, but also that has negative connotations in terms of like not easily changing and changing the direction of your life. So I don't know. I think there's all, it's, it's he's an interesting character. Stacey. I think that's the the uh, yeah. Stacy wants to say something. I, I have to because this yeah. is the most like beautiful, poetic, well thought yeah. of character I have seen in my. <laughs> Entire time in improv, like yeah. over five years, I have never seen anyone put like this beautiful thought 
into this. Like, this is just gorgeous. I love it. Yeah, usually it's like, I thought it'd be funny if the character had a big dick. <laughs> like, no, but like not big. It's like too big. He can't function because his dick is so big. <laughs> but no, this, yeah, no. the, yeah, the awesome, I mean, the character was very well grounded and established, but you put so much thought into the fake name of a comedy record <laughs> don't necessarily yeah you can't necessarily it doesn't necessarily come out but it's like okay who who is this person and it also meant i got to think a lot about my uncle so ah well that's that's nice um so speaking of record stores and and albums and and stuff let's uh go around the old circle and see if anyone has anything going on i guess starting with amy uh if you have anything to plug maybe your uncle's record shop um yeah i mean anyone listening in western australia uh dada records in perth um go check them out um dada dada Dada, yeah dada records like the like the art movement yeah exactly does he have happenings there uh it's hard i mean occasionally but i probably not at the moment thanks to the big c um really hard to be a dada artist these days (laughs) (laughs) um but no uh yeah, I don't have anything. I don't really have anything to plug at the moment. That is okay. That's a, a good enough plug for me. I have millions of listeners in Western Australia. <laughs> <laughs> is there a more specific town, or is oh, it just anyone? Oh, in, uh, in Perth. In Perth. In Perth. It's on Pier Street. Okay. Um, but yeah, sorry. Uh, WA is oh, big, no but most people live in Perth. Right. Yeah. Cool uh great uh victor do you have anything going on uh, the online shows or maybe you've seen a good movie or read a book or have something else you want to talk about uh go listen to brazilian rock it's very good <laughs> what uh what other bands do you recommend uh there's one the name is in english uh, it's called planet hemp okay but uh it's very like uh political and it's like this uh it's kind of like rage against the machine it's very cool okay yeah, cool, 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 and the, cool. don't forget about the Urban Legion. Just translate that, and you'll find it there. <laughs> what is the translation of Urban Legion? Legion Urbana. Wow, how did they ever get to Urban Legion in English? <laughs> <laughs> uh, very cool, very, very cool. And Stacy, anything you want to talk about? Yeah, I guess I'll just give a shout-out to my mom. Um, ah. who it, like This character is like very much based off of, uh, <laughs> with like all the kind of these, like, I don't know, just like these Russian things that you grow up with, with mm. like always wear socks because like if you don't, that's how you get a cold. And like with my with my kid, like whenever she, my like my kid gets sick, my mom has all these like natural remedies and all these like weird reasons as to why she got sick. Uh, mm. So um, this this is for her. Wow. Okay. So I see you, you, Amy did her big speech about how nice her character was. And then you were like, shit, shit, I have to make a nice speech too. Who am I going to dedicate this to? Yeah. Who, who did I base this I like, off? In? I like this, this notion of like plugging in a, a thing, like a book or a movie that you watch. I, I have sure. a thing to plug. Yeah. Like, I just, I don't know if anyone else is watching this. If anyone's watching Lovecraft Country, like, please come talk to me about it. Like DM me. So I have someone to talk about it with because it's so good. Um, so please watch that. I I can talk to you about it for about only the first episode. That's that's your problem, Stefan. You're uh, one episode guy. Like, yeah. you don't get this. No I did just find out it was based on a book, though, which I yes. did not know. So maybe I'll read the book and then we can talk oh about it. Could we read it as like a book club together? 
Sure. Just kidding. Yeah. I think you read way faster than I do. That doesn't matter. I remember what's what I read. It's not like that you read. What? What's that broy book that you read? The big one. Oh, Infinite Jest. There Let's we talk go. about <laughs> Infinite Jest. Oh wow, it is the height of my masculinity. <laughs> Finishing Infinite Jest. Um, cool. Yeah. Uh, hey, if you want to read Lovecraft Country, I will read it too, and we can have a two-person book club. And Amy and Victor, if you want to read it as well. I have never, I've not, I've never heard of it, but I'm super intrigued, so I'm going to go check it out. I thought you you were going to say I've never read a book. (laughs) (laughs) She only listens to music. To music. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Um, all right. That's the, this is it. It's the end of the show. Thank you, Stacy. Thank you, Victor. Thank you, Amy, for being on the show. Uh, this has been some good friends. Oh, you're welcome. You're welcome. Stacy. <laughs> Fine. I love you, Stefan. Oh, there. Okay. I, I need to have the admiration of all of my guests before I sign off. Uh, but thank you all very much. This has been some good friends, and I will see you next time. Bye. Bye. You, Those were friends, good friends of mine. I talked to them for podcast time. Those were friends on.